So good to be in the house of the Lord. Look at your neighbor on your left and your right. Say, with God, all things are possible. I can do all things. The next, the next neighbor, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, you've noticed I have a new, uh, what I call that, uh, go here, almost every scripture that I'm going to be repeating until we get it. Amen. We want to start to internalize the word of the Lord. Today, uh, it's one of the most important topics besides salvation. It's called one with Christ. Amen. Uh, this is the most important doctrine, okay, that is often skipped through. I want to talk to you about what does it mean to be one with Him. If you have your Bible, let's turn to Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. You know, again, we welcome our guests and friends to the house of the Lord. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. I want to talk to you today about being united with Christ. Being one with him. You know, the Bible talks about this, you know, in Amos, the book of Amos, it says this. You know, how can we walk together if we cannot agree? Amen. And I'm, I'm, you know, the, 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 the song that says, I don't need any convincing. But today I'm trying to convince some of us here today. The best way of living is to be one with Him. Amen. Okay. Why don't we just lift our hands and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Speak to us today, God. Lord, again, God, we need to hear your voice. Lord, we... I'm asking God that you help me, God. Your word is already anointed. Just anoint your servant right now. Father, I ask God right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will help me, God, deliver the message with clarity and also, God, with the right amount of emotions, Lord, that the people can understand. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we commit this session to you. Lord, anoint our ears to hear in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You know, union with Christ may be the most important doctrine you will ever hear. Amen. I, I say that again, union with Christ. Yet, this truth that has been taught throughout the history of the church, it needs to be revived in the 21st century. You know, the Bible contains an, an astonishing number of terms, expressions, and images that bear witness to the reality of, of being made one with Christ Jesus. You know, every time you read the Bible, say, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. You know, it, 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 it needs to help you understand, you know, there is now uh, no condemnation for those that are in Christ. You need to stop for a moment and say that, okay, this, this no condemnation will, will, will only happen if I am in Christ. So what does it mean to be in Christ? Amen. 
I think this is a very crucial because, you know, uh, uh, I, I, I've sat down with people even after they are born again and after they have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost and, and, and you know, uh, the gospel is the four books of the gospel and then, you know, the books of Acts show us what it means to be in Christ, how to be born again. But then, 22 other books talks about how do I stay in Christ? How do I stay in union with Christ? Because once that is affected, if your oneness is affected with your relationship with God, that may affect your salvation. Are you with me here? You know, I'm not saying that salvation is based on work, but it does really affect your relationship with Him. You know, I hate to use the word, you can lose your salvation, like as if we can lose keys or that. It's not like that. But nevertheless, you know, we got to be careful that we are under His Lordship. And we're going to talk about what does it mean to be one in Christ. And, and when you study the scripture, it's amazing. In the New Testament, we find literally hundreds of references to believers' union with Christ. I'm going to cite a few you know, examples, believers are created in Christ in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Crucified with Christ, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Buried with Him, Colossians chapter 2 verse 12. Baptized into Christ and His death, Romans chapter 6 verse 3. United with Him in His resurrection, Romans chapter 6 verse 5. Seated with Him in the heavenly places, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Christ is formed in believers, Galatians chapter 4 verse 19. Dwells in our hearts, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. The church is the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 12. And uh, chapter 12 verse 27. Christ in us, 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 5. We are in Him. 1 Corinthians chapter 1.30 The church is one flesh with Christ. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 31 to 32 Believers gain Christ and are found in Him. Philippians chapter 3 verse 8 and 9 Then furthermore, in Christ, we are justified. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 Glorified. Romans chapter 8 verse 30 Sanctified. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 Called. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9 Made alive, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5. Created anew, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Adopted, Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. Elected, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Again, I, I, I want to pause for a moment. I want to say this. I excluded the Gospels and the first book of John. And we see numerous, numerous times that the Bible in the New Testament talk about being one with Him. Amen. Why is this so important? Because when our relationship is not one with Him, it affects everything. God wants us to be one with Him. You know, I've, have you ever studied Jesus prayed. I did because I want to pray better. And there are three times Jesus prayed for us. Three times. And, and that will capture your attention. <laughs> okay. The first time he prayed about the will, not my will, but your will be done. And the one that he prays about is uh, forgive them for they know not what they do. And last but not least, he prayed oneness with believers. Let's, let's turn to that. Chapter today, John chapter 17, verse 20 to 21. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. 
Neither for this alone do I pray. It is not for their sake only that I make this request, but also for all those who will ever come to believe in, trust in, cling to, rely on me through their word and teaching that they are, that they all may be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they are, they also may be one in us so that the world may believe and be convinced that you have sent me. You know, when you read this scripture, it's very plain that God wants us to be one with Him, united in holy love, in the deepest possible relationship. You were created for this. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God made it a way for us to be one with Him. Amen. But it is our responsibility to maintain that oneness. Amen. Are you with me here today? Okay. You know, and I think that that's important. You know, in order for you to have, have, have strong relationship with your spouse, you must maintain that oneness. That's why we, we, we learn the art of communication. We learn the art of, of understanding different personality types. Amen. Okay? And, 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 and likewise, I think it is very important for us to maintain that oneness with God after that we are born again. God's not going to force you to walk with Him. Every day is a decision. Lord, where are you? I need to be one with you. Your passion needs to be my passion. Your priority needs to be my priority. And sometimes, you know, while growing up as a Christian, we struggle. To maintain that oneness, like, 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 likewise, you know, uh, in your marriage relationships, you know, you, you know, as you grow older, I hope that the oneness will become stronger, not weaker. After all, you married so long, you should know each other by now, you know, but, 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 but I've seen all the time couples in the beginning, Brother Kelvin. You know, couples in the beginning, oh, they, 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 you know, they, they, they got a nightmare, you know. Uh, uh, they realized that everything wasn't so rosy as they think it was. Reality, you know, uh, suddenly comes in and then you realize, uh, I, did I, what did I sign up for? You know, uh, uh, then you have children. Oh my goodness, I thought children would be a piece of cake, you know. But, but, but it challenged that oneness and every now and then you have to transition yourself. And that's one of the reasons why we come to Sunday service because we are adjusting our oneness with God. Amen. Are you with me here again? You know, I, uh, Josh was just, uh, uh, I, I, I just can't help it but mention yesterday's conversation. Very good conversation. He asked me, Pastor, Pastor, you know, uh, what sermon have you been listening lately? Who is your best preacher? I say that, well, uh, I don't have, I, I really don't watch a lot of YouTube sermons. Uh. Number one, because it can be deceiving because we all can have a buffet spread. You know what I mean by buffet spread? You choose only what you like to hear. Everybody needs a pastor. And my pastor is uh, Brother Joe Ellis. And I listen to him. Because he knows me. Because, you know, you got to be careful that you go around and listening to all these preachers, you know, and it's not your season. You know, and then he asked me why. I say, my goodness, I say, the last scripture that I've heard, I haven't applied yet. 
Why do I need no new revelation? You know why? Number one, bad habits are hard to break. Hello? I wish that pastoring I preach, everybody delivered. I wish it would be so simple. Brother David, I wish I preached the message. I mean, wow, I repent, I repent. I, I, I have to convince you sometimes to say, hey, you know what the issue is? Sometimes I, 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 I have a tendency to just be so straightforward. The issue is the shoes fits. It's for you. Amen. I got, I got far more better things than to just single out somebody. You know, and I've learned along the way, that sometimes the message is very uncomfortable, but sometimes it is because I am so out of alignment from God that I need to come back to that one with God. Because under that oneness with God, I'll be blessed. If, if somebody preached blessings without oneness, right, with God, he's a false prophet. Come on, everybody say amen. You cannot have your way and expect God to bless it. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are, are you with me? Amen. You see again, you know, uh, I, I've said this again, you know, uh, and those of you that are in UTB, you finish UTB, you shouldn't stop. You know, it's a life quest. I'm still studying the Word of God. I'm still amazed at the Word of God. Things that I've never saw, I'm still seeing it. And more than just seeing it, I need to apply it. Amen. What area in my relationship with God needs restoration? Sorry, my alarm clock. (laughs) Okay. Amen. So, we got to constantly ask myself, you know, yourself. Or I have to ask myself, you know, am I one with Him? Because oneness with Christ is our source of holiness. I cannot be holy just by doing good works. Everybody say amen. It must be the Holy Spirit that directs me and that work become holy. I cannot be holy on my own. I need the influence and the leading of God's Spirit to change me. Because on my own, I only think about me. Amen. Everybody say, Amen. (laughs) You know, again, we need to allow Christ to be the center of our life. And when we talk about the center of our life, what do we really mean? Really means that we need to be one with Him. Amen. Okay, everybody say, one with Him. So what's holiness? Whatever He likes, I like. Really, that's simple. If God likes this, I align myself to it. You know, and, 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 and I think that's one of the reasons why we do communion. Communion not to just eat the bread, you know, and that's, we do communion to evaluate ourselves and ask ourselves the question, which area of our life needs to be aligned with the Word of God again in my relationship with Him. Amen. And that's the whole purpose of communion. Okay? You know, again, I, I just want to quickly share with you what does it mean to be one with Jesus Christ. Number one, being one with Him means you submit to His Lordship. Amen. James chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. It says, 
Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. If he's God, make up your mind. Is he God or what? He's not only your God. He is your Lord and your God. Your Lord means he's in charge. Okay? Amen. He needs to be number one in your life. He needs to be the Lord. He's in charge. And num- you know, again, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, he says, It's not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Amen. Number two, ready? Being one with God means we find our greatest joy and pleasure in Him. In Genesis, God tells Abraham, do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield and your great reward. I I wonder today, if God tells you, I am your reward, would you be satisfied with that answer? Or you'll say, huh? Like that only, yeah. I mean, the very fact that I can sense His presence, that's my reward. I, you know, I don't know about you, but you know that song that now we sing, the fast song, what's it called? I don't know, there was one song, I felt like I was in DCD. I, I had very bad with lyrics, but I just felt a flow, a liberty come sweep over the auditorium. My goodness, that was powerful. Amen. You know, again, God says, you know, it's just like this, you know, uh, when you come home, your work, you know, you come home early and then after that, you just show yourself, hey, hey, dear, I'm back. Huh? Like that was also excited. I mean, how would you feel? You know, suddenly, you know, why come back so early? Don't come back so early that you give me all problem. (laughs) You know, but, but God is not here to give us problem. God is here wanting to give us life. Amen. It is our greatest joy and pleasure. Psalm chapter 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Amen. I, I don't know about you, but, but when you think about God, what comes to your mind? You think it's exciting? Because I'll tell you, if it's exciting to you, then reading the Word of God, doing the things of the Spirit is no pain, no sacrifice. Amen. Uh, are you all with me here? You all sleeping? I mean, like, like you know, if, if my wife says, hey, can, can go out with me, da, 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 you know, I say that, okay, great, well, where you want to go? But then after we get married, it's a very different story. <laughs> you know, huh, can go yourself or not? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, but, but, but when we are in courtship and, and God wants to, us to rekindle that flame, you know, if, if your Christianity doesn't look any sort of delight, you need to ask God, God, where's that delight? Where's, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Are, are you all with me? Wave your hand at me. Come on. At least let me see that you are awake. You know, there comes a point where, where I enjoy. Because when you enjoy going out with a person, you will walk with that person. But if you don't enjoy walking with that person, you just come once a week and do your duty only. Are you with me? Amen. That, that, that I don't need to tell you to pray. You will pray if you enjoy that person. Amen. You, you, the first thing that you do is you think about that person because he's always everywhere and God is everywhere. You will enjoy Him. When you read the Word of God, it's, it's excitement to you. 
Amen. Because somewhere down the truth there, there is liberating fact. And, and guess what? He will set me free. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, ask yourself on a scale 1 to 10, where's that delight? And then you got to get creative. Some of you get so creative to show your love to your loved ones. Why don't you get creative to show your love to God? Why don't you just, hey God, surprise. I know you know all things, but I purposely in me create something that, 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 that you give me the ability to create. And the one thing that I want to create is to bring you pleasure. Amen. That's why all these gift things that God gives us, it's not for you to look good. It's not for your career. It's about, I want to glorify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want to glorify Him. If I don't glorify Him, I will glorify me. You've got to be careful. One with God. Amen. Everybody say one with God. You know, again, I hope it's okay that at the end of the day when you go to heaven, Jesus is there only. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, I don't know about you. Sometimes we start off ministry with very pure intention. You know, I still remember say, God, if I can worship you outside, you know, the gates. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, that's better than anything else. Then after that, you get promoted. And then after that, you know, you become religious. And then you become, uh, uh, you know, you, your, your, you know when, when, when God anoints you, your ego gets bigger. You know, and then you start to forget, hey, the only reason why you do this is not because of people's approval. The only reasons why you do this is because of God's approval. You know, that you will start to look at your service to God and not other people. You start to, you know start to evaluate yourself. Who are you doing this for? Are you doing it for Him? Am I pleasing Him? Or pleasing others? Because people pleasing can be addictive. Especially when, 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 when you have uh, uh, some deficiency you know, in your life, you know, that, that, that maybe attention wasn't given to you as a child or over, overly too much attention for the wrong reasons. You've got to be careful. Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. You know what? I, I want to pause for a moment. Uh, you know, some of us have believed alive. You know, say, if I follow Jesus all the way, my life will be second-rated, second-hand. It means maybe I cannot marry. What a... Life from the pits of hell. Let me, let, let, let me give you a scripture, you know. Matthew chapter 19 verse 29. You know, Matthew 19 verse 29 says this. And everyone who has left houses and brothers and sisters or father and mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, you can never outgive God. Stop allowing yourself to believe in that uh, my life is substandard. No, you're not. According to this scripture, you're not. Everybody say, Praise God. Come on, you got to understand this. God is a rewarder. It may not be this life. Amen. You know what? 70 years is really a very, very, very short time compared with eternity. Our minds have no comprehension of what eternity looks like. 
Amen. Everybody say praise God. Again, God is a God of multiplication and abundance. We are simply giving up the world's cheap imitation of reward and abundance. The world gives you reward. It's a cheap imitation. But the one that God gives, nobody can take away from you. Amen. I know it's kind of hard. I, I, I find it hard to comprehend it. That's why I constantly need the presence of God. Folks, I don't know about you, but as we go older, have you ever thought about that? I've been thinking a lot about death lately. And I realized that, my goodness, what if I build all this up for nothing? I mean, now it's my life to give away. Folks, this all will end one day. You will die. Look at your neighbor say, you will die. Amen. In God's time, okay, everybody say, in God's time. I don't want to die too early. I don't want to die too late. When it's time for me to go, I go, okay? Everybody say, amen, okay. But have you ever thought about it? If I cannot hear his voice now, what makes I think that I can hear his voice then? I want you to picture yourself. Close your eyes now. Close your eyes, everybody. If you are wheeled into a room, an emergency ward, and you are wheeled in, nobody can touch you. Can you hear his voice? Can you feel his comfort? When the report is negative, not um, any amount of money can help you. You see? And then we got to be careful. You know, at that time, your faith, where is it in? Where is it in? Okay? I just want you to be very careful about that. And you know what? I've, I've realized one thing. My oneness may not be His oneness. Amen. Oh, I tell you this. This is a scary part. Many of us are deceived right now because our comparison of this oneness may not be His oneness. Amen. You know, you can open your eyes right now. Okay? Because really... This is no laughing matter. You know, at the end of the day, one with Christ is everything. Okay? One with Christ is everything. And, and again, some people have this weird idea that oneness with God is suffering. You must be a martyr. That's ridiculous. But I don't find my suffering any glorifying to God unless it is for His purpose. Don't inflict pain on yourself as if it is a sign of spirituality. I mean, who in the right mind wants... I mean, I have children. I don't want my children to suffer. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, and, 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 and I know that in life there's ebbs and flows. There are good times and there are bad times. Amen. You know, I pray that all of us would have the, to enjoy His presence. You know, that's not just about family coming together. There are some times that there are no answers. But the presence of God will sustain us. 
That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's not the change of a, 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 a situation, the, the change of circumstances. Sometimes it's not that at all. Sometimes it is, God, are you in this? If you are in this, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, Brother, let me finish. Okay, thank you. So again, you got to be under the Lord is my shepherd. Okay, the Lord is my shepherd. If he is not the Lord, then who is your Lord? You know, read someone thought, I thought it was really, really brilliant. He says that when you are self-rule, you will end up with lots of fear, fatigue, you feel like a failure, amen, and frustration. Amen. Sometimes when you hit a wall, it, it needs to remind us, hey, are you trying to run your show just because you come to church doesn't mean that you are led by the Spirit. Are, are you with me? Am I saying that you shouldn't come to church? No, I say that whatever it takes for you to be one with Him, do it. Amen. Amen. And we got to be careful that, that, you know, just because you go to Burger King doesn't make you a burger. You know, I've always used this illustration. Again, you know, I, I need to be reminded of that oneness with God. You know, uh, is, is my priority His priority? You know, uh, because it is so easy when something gives you attention, when something gives you that, that, that validation, and it may be your role as a parent, it gives you validation. It may be your role in your workplace, it gives you validation. You have a tendency that, that whatever that gives you validation, you have to tendency to be one with it. Amen. I'm, I'm saying this, all of us can be tempted. Oh, the, oh, I'm one. Oh, you know, as a parent, I'm one. Uh, then suddenly, you feel that the world all crash on you. you. You fail in certain areas. And God says, ah, 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 ah. One with me. One with me. One with me. And, and you know what? I, I realize this. Uh, you know, those of you uh, uh, may not know this, but, but if things are going too well with my wife, Sooner or later, I know it won't go well. <laughs> because sometimes God reminds us, uh, you are not to idolize your wife. Anything that will take away your oneness with God is an idol. <laughs> are you with me here again? You know, and, and, and I know we spend time with our children. We spend time with those things that needed to spend time. But at the same time, we must make a priority to spend time with Getting one with him. Because he, when he seek ye first, not second, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added unto you. You know, one thing that I've learned uh, as I strive towards this goal in life, you know, I want to please him. You know, if I please him, I please all that matters. Amen. 
We, we, we got to strive for that oneness. Amen. Uh, everybody say, praise God. Again, my God is a rewarder. Either He will reward me with His presence, He will reward me with His anointing, He will reward me with all kinds of stuff. It may not be something that I can quantify, you know, physically. You know, but, 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 but there's one thing that I do know. You know, let me give you an example, okay? All those that have fast, wave your hand. All those that have fasted before, wave your hand. Okay, how many of you will understand what I'm talking about, right? When you fast, right, you enter into the presence so much faster. Then, when you don't. Come on, everybody say amen. amen. Have, have, how many of you can, without doubt, say, wow. It's so much faster. I can feel God immediately in the service. I just walk in. In the past, after the fourth song, I can feel something. <laughs> this one, before the song comes, I feel His presence. <laughs> Amen. Are, are you with me? I'm talking about that kind of, of, of blessing. Leh. You know, that glory, that I call it the glory that's beyond eyes. Leh. You know, a manifestation of God will just visit you. Leh. You know, everybody say praise God. You know, that's one thing that I, I, I've realized that, Lord, you know, I cannot outgive you. You know, you can multiply, you can do all kinds of stuff without me even knowing some of the blessings that you have said, consecrated your life, you have lived your life may also be the, for the next generation that you cannot see. Amen. Maybe, maybe somewhere along the line, you know, you, I, I read the story of, uh, uh, you know, King, Jos uh, King Josiah. Right, I think if, he, if I'm not mistaken, he did not call his own father, father. Leh. He called his grandfather, father. Leh. And then he was a godly man. And maybe the son didn't serve the Lord, but somewhere down the line, because of the promises of God, amen, he will visit that generation. Leh. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. And number three, you know, being... One with God means submitting to His wisdom instead of trying to invent your own. Amen. The Bible, the Proverbs in particular, keep reminding us that true wisdom is found in God. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6 and 8. Proverbs 2, verse chapter 6, verse all the way to verse 8. Chapter 2, verse 6 and 8. For the Lord gives wisdom, for His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of His saints. Amen. Again, you know, when I submit, you know, I don't submit to sometimes common sense. I say this again, sometimes pragmatism doesn't work in the kingdom of God. Amen. Are, are you all with me? Sometimes you think practical. You know, I have people that come and tell me, you know, I think it was you, Tai, you, you went university. You know, and then you keep on committing to God, right? Committing to God. I still remember the time that you still come for prayer meeting and stuff like that, you know, even though you were in school. That's God's calling for her. And guess what happened? You, you know, you, you, you got good grades. You know, is it what upper class? I don't know what uh, upper what? Second upper. I don't know what's that. Uh, it's not the upper room, uh, you know. But it's second upper. You know, you know what I'm saying? If God placed that in your heart, Lord, I want to serve you. Uh, 
I mean, I, I'm not saying that it will be for everybody. Some of us want to escape class. Huh? I'm not talking about those people. Leh. Amen. The worst people say, God, I want to serve you. Uh, there are some people just find excuse for loopholes. <laughs> you know, say, I go prayer meeting, but then they come prayer meeting until the last 45, uh, last 15 minutes. Say, I come. But God still never bless me. I mean, that, that God will put something in someone's heart. Say, I want to spend my time with you. You know, I, I, you know there, there, there are times where, where you feel, I miss my time with you. God, I cannot afford it. There's a cry. You know, I, my prayers that we get into that, 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 that wavelength again, that, that, you know, I miss my time with you. It's not that I have to say, I want to. Lord, I want to spend time with you. Because I'm spending time with my creator. I'm spending the time with someone who knows from the beginning to the end. I'm spending my time with someone who has been, a, uh, been around for a long time. You know, I, I, I'm a history buff. I love to read history. I love World War II stories. I love World War I stories. I love biographies. You know, uh, I love all those stories, right? Because it helps me learn people's mistake. But then I forgot the creator who has been here for the longest of time can speak to me with all wisdom and tell you, you know why that relationship failed? You know why? Let me tell you why. Don't have the same kind of mistake again. There are principles that are, can be found in the Word of God. That's why many of these companies are being blessed because they have tapped into that principle. You can tap into a principle, you'll be blessed by it. You know what? God's words works whether you are a believer or a non-believer. If you tap into that secret, you know, you, you, will, you will excel in life. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. That's why, you know, we, we strive for that oneness. That's why we study the Word of God. You know what, Pastor, don't want you all to be so busy getting yourself. I mean, your life is already so busy. And then when I say anything about reading the Word of God, you say, well, Lord, another reading the Word of God. Why? Because we want you to be wise. You know what? Listen, you are free to make your choices, but you're not free from choosing your consequences there. Uh, let me say that again. You are free to make your choices, eh, but you are not free to choose your consequences. Eh. Amen. That's why we need to study the word of the Lord. We need to open ourselves to the leading of God's spirit because God wants to bless you. Come on, everybody say amen. God is your number one fan. God wants to prosper you. And prosperity, I don't think about sometimes just money. Eh. I'm a prosperous person. I mean, I'm rich because I have health. Come on. Everybody say amen. <laughs> you know, I'm rich. There are some areas of my life I'm rich. But I'm here screaming out my voice to those that are the younger generation who have been deceived. That saying that this religion is to bound us. That, that giving all to God is, is not worth it at all. I, I, I'm on the losing end. That's why you are, now you are still so double-minded. Right. One moment you like this, you like the influence here, and then you look back there to God. You, you, you sometimes, you know what? I tell you something, hypocrisy is the greatest thing that will erode your self-respect. Amen. 
Because you know where you should be, but you are not. That's why the Bible did say this, double-minded, you have two persons living in you. You have the worldly person, two personality. You enjoy the, 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 the validation that the world offers, of course, because who, who's controlling the world? The devil. The devil has created a matrix, a world system that will, 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 will become popular and all this weird stuff that you are going there. Then, you know what? I'll tell you what the world does. At the end of the day, they will suck you dry and then they spit you out. And then you're wondering, oh man, I've wasted my life over all these things. In the beginning, I should have trusted God because you know what? God laid down His life for me. He's proven His love time and time again. You know, we are so concerned about what the world thinks and we are trying to be one with the world. The Bible says, if the love of the world is in you, the love of the Father is not in you. Well, that's blatant. Eh? How can you say that? I still love God. I still can't praise God. I still fast once a while. You know what? The whole idea is this. You are still holding back. Are you with me? Amen. You are still holding back. You, are, you still want your autonomy. Oh Lord, help me. Amen. Amen. You know what? I love the analogy that is found in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. Talking about the oneness with God. It's like a marriage. Amen. You see, you know, uh, Sam, when you and Brenda go down the aisle, there's no more... Sam and Brenda is one family. Uh, Sam Brand. Uh, no, it must be a guy name first. Sam Brand. Sam Brand. Two persons that, that, that have individual lives become PAM! Oh, oh I, like that. I like that one, Josh and Charlene. Where is it? Where are they? Oh, they went out. Changing boot. Okay. They become. Jocelyn. Jocelyn. <laughs> wow, that one at least sounds nicer. <laughs> this one, sorry, uh, bro. I can't do Sam Brand. <laughs> Jocelyn, one person. That means uh, whatever that person like, he like. Whatever person like. Let me tell you something, right? That, that becomes a good thing and a bad thing. Because you know what? That person that serves the Lord, right? I make sure that I want 100%. Okay? Because 100 plus 100 equals what? 100, ma. Right, wow, that means we won't have problems with convictions, one. I'm totally convinced. We are totally convinced. When we say give money, I actually won't debate with me, one. But if I have somebody, uh, if I'm 100% and the person is only 50% equals what? 150 divided by 200 is something. 75%. Your, lowest, your rating go lower. Like. You know, here's another thing, right? That your mom may be interested to ask, uh, God may be interested to us. You know how I know this person uh, that is giving all to God? I think maybe I should make a requirement. I don't know. But, but you know what? I can tell you, right? People that are on fire for God, they give. Where your treasure is, there your heart is also. Somebody say, right? I mean, if, 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 if my wife say, hey, you love me, you know what I, I, I'll do? I say, my money is a money, but uh, seriously, she, she knows she's the banker, I'm not. I, pastor always got no money, one. Don't come for me for money, one. I, I'll just say, look for Sister Weir. Look for, because I trust her totally. Amen. 
You see, you know, you, you ask me, where is this going? It's very simple. You may be 100%. If you marry somebody who is 75%, it will affect you. If 50%, it will affect you as an individual. Because you cannot give more. And then when you don't give more, guess what will happen? It will affect your commitment to God. Because you feel like... And then you know what will happen? Let me tell you what will happen. Huh? Listen very carefully. Right? And you very you will feel resentful towards the person that you're supposed to go out. You will resent. Unknowingly, you will re at first you don't want to resent one. But then you will resent because what? you're holding me back. Eh? People don't look at that one. People look at what? Wow, you're very pretty, handsome. Wow. That's why I say this, right? Before you get ever invested, listen very carefully right now. You ask yourself, what is the commitment level? Eh? Because when I get invested, you know what I find? Hey, I'm so long with this person already. Uh, you, you know, the, the argument will come, I'm so long. Uh, uh, I'm so long. You know, there are people that I know that, you know, in the past when we're counselling them, so many people, you know, seven, eight years in a relationship and the guy, right, is beating the wife. Leh. But they say, seven, eight years, how can I just break off? So long. You can. Because when you say, I do, there's no turning back. Amen. Are you with me here? Everybody say praise the Lord. Commitment. And, and let me say something. Commitment uh, is also debatable one. Some people are in the beginning very committed one. Then later on, they slack. For whatsoever reason, because you know what? They never come to a place of habitual oneness with God. Let me tell you something. Leh. For all those people, you know, pastor is not in your case. Leh. We all can drift one. The currents of the world are very strong. Very strong, especially right now with social media. If you don't have some anchors uh, in your life, uh, you drift. Leh. That's why we need oneness. That's why you sometimes need your daddy to neck at you. Daddy, mommy say you need to go to the house of the Lord. Why? Because you can become so self-absorbed and your gifting is always bigger than the individual. And then when the gifting, so you know what I mean? I mean, you start to find space that you can earn more money. Money tastes good. Amen. Huh? Everybody say amen. <laughs> I mean, who wants more money? I want more money. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I want my money, but the love of money is the root of evil. Huh? Everybody say amen. Okay. The love of some, I don't know, some people quoted this that money is the root of evil. No, it's not. Is the love of money. So, I like money so much that I also got to put some protocols in my life that it don't become the love of my life. You know why I love money? Because I get to use money to bless my family. That's not a bad thing. But then, it can be too much. You know, every good thing is a bad thing. If it becomes your God, it becomes an idol. That's why we got to be very careful. Amen. That's why we need someone sometimes around our lives. We need a pastor. We need a leader to, to bring us back to that wonders. He, who, people who know your context, people who know your situation, people who know you. They say, hey, 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 one, 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 one. Kya, kya, kya. Back, 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 back. You know why I say back? Because I tell my dog, back, 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 back. You know, what I mean by back? It means repent. 
back, 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 back. Then he, you know, uh, when I walk ahead, okay, this is what I do. I know I sound strange, but uh, 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 a proper heel is that the dog walk beside you. And then my dog is always an alert one, then run forward and I say, back, 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 back. And sometimes God will have to tell you, back, 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 back. Repent. Go back. I am your leader. You are not leading me. Back, 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 back. You see, my dog always are there. <laughs> Amen. You know, I told my wife, don't make it a practice. That's why God will never allow you to lead him. If you lead him, you will fall. Amen. You know why? If we lead ourselves, our emotions will get ahead of us. And when our emotions get ahead of us, we regret our actions. Amen. Everybody say praise God. That's why I love coming to church because sometimes they know, yeah, you don't like to hear whatever that needs to be heard. Sorry, but I love you. I will tell you what it is. Let's go back to oneness with God. Let Him be in the one that's in charge of your life. He wants to bless you. You have to remind yourself, God is a good God. God doesn't want to put anybody in a dark place. He wants to be the light. He wants to be the blesser of your life. But you got to back up. Amen. And allow Him to lead you and you align yourself with that oneness. Because if I, go, I don't strive for that oneness with God, oneness with other people, no use one. Remember the story, let us make a name for ourselves. Amen. It begins with oneness with God. He is the truth. He hosts the truth. He is my reference point. Amen. I know I was thinking about it. You know, just imagine uh, if you have a tape measure and Elvin, you have another tape measure and the tape measures are different. Won't it be a chaotic world? But here's the truth. All of us got different tape measures. Your wife got a different tape measure. Your wife will think that you need to do this. You need to do this. And I have a different tape measure. But then, you know, we throw away our tape measure and then we use the Word of God as our tape measure. Nobody can argue with that. That's why we need the wisdom of God. Truth. Truth. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. You know, again, I, 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 I don't mean this... You know, but, but here's the truth. Uh, surrender is scary. Amen. Even more scary if you have a family. That's why I say the younger people, you know, the single people, if you learn how to surrender at a young age, why, you already have an experience with God. Amen. I tell you, this experience will carry you forward. You know, like, you know, some people, you know, you know they have a hard time giving to the, peop- uh, the, giving to the Lord. Like, you know, especially with, with tithes and offerings, they have a hard time. Like. But you know what? Those are people who experience that He is your provision. Giving is like, it's a must. <laughs> In order for me to survive, it's a must. No, when I talk about giving everybody like, oh, kunel. <laughs> but, but, but when I experience His providence and His protection, oh, I want to give. This is the Lord that blesses me. You know why God wants us to put Him first? You know, again, you must understand, uh, tithing uh, is first principle. Eh? It no longer becomes tithe. 
if you don't give first. Leh. Remember this. Leh. The key is this. Leh. First. Leh. Why? Because you know why? I reminded I got to put him first. Otherwise you wasted that tie. First fruits. It's called, it didn't say second fruit. It didn't say third fruit. It didn't say fourth fruit. Eh. First fruit. Eh. Why? Because in my life, I need to remind myself, I need to be in alignment first with God. And all these things will be poured out unto me. Amen. Are you with me here again? You know, again, I'm not after your money, okay? Please. But first thing first, it's very important. Where is God? What is He asking me to do? Amen. Okay? Again, surrendering is <laughs> scary. But, but I tell you, when you experience that, wow, I surrender and I get blessed. Huh? You have an experience. And when you have an experience, nobody can take that away from you. That you can say, oh, do you know? <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, some people, uh, uh, you know, don't like herbal tea. You know, that kind of, uh, what do you call that? Herbal tea. Huh? cha, cha, And then they drink, uh, wow, they heal. Eh. They had an experience. Eh. Oh, who likes to take, wow? Lima, I lim, cha. It's bitter. Eh. I mean, it's bitter. The reason nobody, I, I, I've, I, I've never gone to a restaurant where they, uh, they serve me kucha. First of all, it's called ku because it's ku. <laughs> bitter. Right? The reason why we drink it, right? Because it works. Amen. You can get somebody who's a critic of this kucha, but they drink the kucha, then boku liao ye throat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, okay, this works. You know, how many of you know what Ling Leong is? Ling Leong? Uh, the young people all do one. I still remember my, daughter, uh, my wife making my children stand outside because they know they will puke everything out. And so they want to be in the, so they make them drink the Ling Leong outside the stairs. Uh, Dora still remember also, you know, then sometimes got to throw in some Ribena inside. <laughs> Try to make it sweetening, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, Y'all remember Ling Leong? Y'all know what Ling Leong or not, young people? No, oh, the older people all know. I know the older people all know, but the younger people, the parents give up already because every time we give you, you spit all out. <laughs> okay? You know, you all know what Ling Leong or not? Uh, Bong know or not? Okay, well, you still my time. Man. The rest all don't know. <laughs> but Ling Leong also works. Uh, come on. Pudua, you, you hear me? Ling Leong works eh, but who like to serve Ling Leong eh? Chinese to you nah, Ling Leong. <laughs> Nobody will drink Ling Leong, but the reason why we drink Ling Leong is what? It works. The protection of your job, the protection of, of all those things that you never see you want. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, so I want you to understand. You know, it, that's why I say young people, you need to serve God early because all you need to take care of is yourself. Amen. And then you need to experience God at a young age so that you will know, right, that God's goodness, that He will cover me, that He will cover me. You know, it, it's a good thing that, that some of you, you know, need to want to help your children, you know, talk to them about tithing with the ang pao. You know, they will know. Amen. All the younger people will huh? I, I'm not working here. <laughs> but if you start early, here's something that I've learned. You start early. Uh, 
it's easier for you to have an experience. The key thing is this, uh, listen, an experience with God. Amen. Okay? Because you know what? God cannot bless you if you never give. You need to sow in order to reap. That's the principle of sowing so that you will reap. But if you keep on protecting, there is no sowing. And there's no sowing, you cannot reap. Okay? Amen. Number four, being one with God means becoming more like Christ. Amen. That means the more I become one with Him, the more I become Him. Amen. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 29, for whom He foreknew, He also predestined, predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. So again, we are being transformed. The more you spend time with Jesus Christ, the more you are one with Him. His passion becomes your passion. His desires become your desires. Trust me, I'm telling you, I know this for certain. Something supernatural happens when you spend time with Jesus. You get real with Him. You get real with Him. He's, he will influence you in ways that you never thought of. Let me give you an example. You know, Pastor Idol was tennis. And you can only play tennis on Sunday. Wallah, Sunday must go church, right? But then the more I spend time with Him, the more my desires for those things of the world suddenly diminish. Then I begin to embrace Him. Amen. You know, something happens when we spend time, we become more like Him. We talk like Him. You know, I mean, talk like Him doesn't mean that you speak in King James language. Huh? You know, Taudi, you know. You know but, but, but you know that you speak the language of forgiveness. You speak the language of grace. You speak the language of acceptance. You speak the language of excellence. You speak the language. You can tell when somebody has a walk with God. Amen. They are balanced people. Amen. Just by listening to the languages, you, you kind of figure out, are you a Christian? <laughs> you know, because the way you talk, you talk about grace. There's lots of grace you give people. There's lots of forgiveness you give people. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, one of the languages that we need to learn how to speak in our homes, grace and forgiveness. Amen. But grace doesn't mean that, that, that we accept the person. Grace is an, an empowerment. What can I do to scaffold you to the next level in your walk with God? What can I do to scaffold in your level that you... You, you know what? Again, I, 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 I've been looking at some of these new ways of, 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 of parenting, which I thought is phenomenal. You know, saying that a child cannot have language ability until nine months and above. So they do sign language with them to teach them how to express themselves. I'm learning how to do this, you know, practicing because, you know, AV will need me. I want her to communicate with me. Amen. And God wants us to learn how to communicate with Him. You know, it's a beautiful thing when you can express your heart to God. 
You know, in the beginning, you know, just be real. In the presence of God, you just be real. You talk to Him like a friend. But yet, at the same time, you teach, you pray, God, uh, uh, let me know your voice. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. And then the more, you know, the more you spend time with an individual, they behave like you. Everybody say, amen. They behave like you. Your mannerism, everything also, they like you like that. Yeah. They can tell, you know, oh, this one is your son. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> but the way he talks, everything like, your, like you. There was one time, you know, I know Jabez, you, you don't like this, but there's one time, you know, when he was younger, you know, everybody said, I know he's your son. His mannerism, everything like you, like that. <laughs> they say, okay, you know why? Because he's my son. <laughs> he spent time with me. And the more you spend time with somebody, you become like that somebody. Amen. I, I, I'm going to be have a, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be telling you the truth. Before I marry my wife, I do not like veggies, vegetables. I don't like. Now I like. Why? Because this, my wife here, cook vegetable all the time. It's good for me. Then I begin to like it. Now I rather not have vegetables. Hey, sorry, I rather not have meat. <laughs> I want to have vegetables. Sorry. <laughs> Amen. Okay. You see, when you are in love with somebody, uh, it can change you. Amen. If the person don't change because of you, I, I question whether you are really in love or not. <laughs> okay? So, so the whole idea is this, you know, being one with Christ, you become like the person that you are one with. Amen. Especially the Holy Spirit is influencing us all the time to be the salt and the light of the earth. Amen. Then number five, being one with God means playing our part in the body of Christ. Amen. Because we are the body of Christ. In the book of Corinthians chapter 12, Paul makes the analogy of the church as the body of Christ. He goes on to say, uh, when one member suffers, all suffers. Amen. So if I, if I want to be one with Christ, then I have to be loving His bride. Leh. The church is the bride of Christ. Lord, I love you. I mean, I, I, I see all the time people doing this. Like, I love you, Lord, but you know, it's just me and you. You think love story. <laughs> just me and you. You know, you love, you know, you, you got to love everyone. You know, you got to love his bride. Like. You know, and, and, and again, you know, we find ways that we can be a part of, of, of serving together in the body of Christ with the common objective to see people born again in the kingdom of God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, when people, you are alone, you know, the Bible says this, the gates of hell should not prevail against the church, right? Amen. But when you are alone, you are not the church. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. And I, I want to say a few more things about this, but I'll do it later on next series, you know, about being one with the body of Christ. There's, there's a, that, you know, we want to see a, a coordinated effort. You know, like uh, yesterday, you know, we had a coordinated effort of all the different uh, teams, you know, uh, we had the video team, is it? Video, then the social media team, 
you know, coming together for training just to recalibrate. You know, even for the music team, I was part of the music team. They were there from what time? 12 all the way to, then some of them stay all the way up to, I was there, eight. You know, young and old. No, young and matured. I don't like the word old. Young and matured. And yet, they stayed. That's what oneness really looked like. Like, you know, if, if, if all of us were two our part, you know, and just shoulder the responsibility of, of all these things that we are doing, you know, uh, uh, we, will, we will really reach our destination faster. Like. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, and I love the fact that right now they are recalibrating, worldwide recalibrating, because we are trying to be one as a ministry team. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay. And then again, uh, number six, being one with God means that we look to Jesus as our example. Amen. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 and 8. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in a form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of what? No reputation, taking the form of a bond servant coming in the likeness of man and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. Being one with God looks like being in delight, being surrendered, submission, humility, obedience, conforming to Christ and playing your part in the church Amen. You see, all these are crucial elements, you know, and Jesus as our example, he came to serve. Amen. Everybody say praise God. He did not come with an entitlement attitude. He's God, you know, he could, even the, the angels, you know, uh, 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 were waiting on his command to destroy the whole entire planet. But he came. He came to seek that which was lost. Amen. We have to put on this mindset. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know what? Let me say something. Okay. Just, just, just give you an illustration for a while. You know, I know that we have our ambassadors, but everybody is supposed to be ambassador for Christ Jesus. Eh? So when you have no seat, I expect you to take up your seat and give to our guests and visitors. Eh? <laughs> I know you booked your seat, but if a guest suddenly walk in and need Jesus Christ, I hope you're automatic. Lah. You, you understand what I'm trying to say? Amen. And be considerate for each other. Okay? Everybody say praise God. You know, if the person don't have a Bible, you bring up your Bible. And, uh, sometimes you also need to bring your physical Bible. Lah. You know, because sometimes to download the app takes longer time. Some people don't even have, you know, 3G or the older folks don't know how to use 3G. Okay, so again, you know, if all of us would do our part to be like Christ, humble ourselves, following Jesus' example, and then being one with Jesus is a practice and not a pressure. Amen. You know, again, it's a process. And we need to have a practice of this being one with God all the time. You know, I don't want anybody, you know, the Bible says His commandments are not burdensome. If you think that it's burdensome, then don't do it. 
Because whatever that is resented will not be done. You don't serve the Lord with gladness. You will serve the Lord with pleasure. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, uh, you know that's why we, we, we want people to find their sweet spot. You know, and your sweet spot is not your seat. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. You know, because you know the day will come when God's going to ask you, you know, I've given you a ministry. All of us got a ministry like. Some recognize in the church, some not recognize. I, I'm saying this. Some recognize, some not recognize. Like. Okay, everybody say amen. I mean, some of you, you know, are, are taxi drivers for your family. That's a ministry. Eh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, 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 some of you have things that you are helping. Maybe your loved ones, it's ministry, but you have to do certain things. Like, like maybe if, if Grace, you are playing the keyboard and then uh, Blow is the ministry of babysitting. Amen. Right? I mean, there may be things that is going on that we don't even see that is going on and you don't get awards for that. <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, if you don't get rewarded in this life, God will reward you in the next one. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Because whatever we do, we do it for His glory. We don't want to do it for our glory. Amen. So the unseen and the seen. We thank God for the unseen. And we thank God for the seen. Not S-I-N, a sin, S-E-E-N. Okay, everybody say praise God. You know, there are many things I know. If ministry was only left to just what you see on a Sunday, it's a very sad situation. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me here? Amen. You know, that's why we strive every Sunday. We strive to remind ourselves we need to be one with Him. We need to pause for a moment. We need to, before we make a decision, especially, you know, at, here's something that I've realized. Huh? If you are single, you cannot be one with him. Wow, I don't know whether you can be. You're going to have issues when you get married. I mean, if you cannot even manage yourself, you think by getting attached with somebody, that's one of the things I look for. Managing of yourself first. If you don't see coming to church as important to you, receiving forgiveness is important to you, then how can you ever give forgiveness to someone else? Because it all begins here, right? With my relationship with God. Amen. Amen that we have to pause for a moment and, and ask ourselves some deep question. Lord, you know, I know this oneness of God that I'm talking about, oneness with God, not oneness of God, oneness with God has a lot of dimensions to it. And I'm only just showing you seven. <laughs> but there's a lot of dimensions towards this because, you know, uh, uh, we got to take it slow. We got to recalibrate. Everybody used the word recalibrate. You know, some of us cannot recalibrate so fast because sometimes we are in a mess and it will take us some time. But we are in the process of recalibrating. Some of us, you know, uh, have taken some stuff, you know, and 
We need to reclaim back again. We need to recalibrate our lives. But as we put in first, constantly make this a practice, not a pressure, He will become a delight in our life. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. Next week, we're going to talk about one with the body of one with Christ. Amen. The body of Christ. But it all stands from this, being one with Him. Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands right now? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we come before your presence. Father, we recalibrate our lives right now. We want to... Father, first of all, we declare, God, that you are the Lord of all. Lord, you are calling us right now to recalibrate our lives. Father, if you are the Lord of our lives, then you take reference. You are my reference point, Father. You are my reference point, Father. I declare it right now. You are my reference. Lord, I don't take reference from my left or the right. I don't take reference from the world. I take you as my reference, my true north star my anchor of my life, Father, right now. God, whatever I need to take, God, to make you one, Lord. Lord, my oneness with you is not contingent on other people except my will. Lord, we pray not my will, but your will be done, Father. And Lord, how exactly that's going to play out, we're not sure. But God, we recognize the importance, God, of us being one with you. When we, our decision is one with you, Hallelujah, God, I pray for the, Lord, the younger folks right now, God, especially the, those that are in the port age and those that are in the iPhone age, Lord, right now. Lord, give them the courage to examine their life. And Father, we come against that lie right now in the name of Jesus. We come against that lie in Jesus' name that says, God, that when I live for God, I have to pay. Oh, this fear of losing out, God, is a sense from the spirit of fear. Father, we come against that in the name of Jesus right now. God, you are our exceeding great reward. Lord, watch over, God, our young people, God, right now. Lord, they can never outgive you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I want to synchronize, God, my thoughts to your thoughts, Lord. I want to synchronize my heartbeat to your heartbeat. Lord, lead us and guide us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give us courage to examine, God, our lives, Father. Lord, especially right now, God, these young people have so much ahead of, of, of Lord, them going, God. These are the last days, God, and God, Lord, these are the last hours, God, that you will raise them up as mighty warriors for you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, right now, that they will not settle for anything less than your very best, Father. Lord, right now, God, watch over our young people.
Let there there be one with you, God, in the multidimensional aspect, God. Let everything be one with you. Hallelujah, Jesus. And God, we just pray for ourselves, oh God, too, Lord, right now. God, and every week, God, as I come into the presence, God, I, I, I don't just want to show up. I just don't want to just listen to a good message. But God, I want to make application that we realign our thoughts. We realign every facet of my life to you or at least begin that process, Father, right now. At least begin that process, Lord, so that, Lord, that there'll be an anointing from heaven that will come upon us, God, that will destroy every yoke, God, right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, again, God, I pray, God, let us take this collectively, let us take this individually, let us meditate on it. Lord, this week, God, Lord, as we enter into our prayer closet, Lord, I'm reminded, God, that, Lord, I want to be one with you, Jesus. Lord, I cannot walk with you if I don't agree. God, you know my stubborn ways, God. You know my selfish ways. You know the fear that I hold on to, Father. You know the fear, the pressure that I'm holding on to. But God, I'm praying, Jesus, help us. I pray, God, that the spirit of fear will not have its room in my life, Father, right now, God. But God, you remind me of your love. You remind me of power. You give me a sound mind, Father. So that when I make those decisions, God, I know I'm in good hands, Father. Lord, that you begin to reward, Lord, those people, God, that, ah, Jesus, that you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. So, Father, release your rewards in such a way, God, that you will propel them to the next level. You will propel them, oh God, to a deeper walk with you. Because, God, this is your desire that we be in Christ. There is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ. So, Father, as I align myself to you, God, condemnation go right now in Jesus' name. Fear go right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you pray for someone next to you, Father? Show us what it means to be one. Amen. Show us what it means to be one. Show us what it means to be one. Lord, in the things that we do, show us what it means to be one. One with you, Father. One with you. One with you, Jesus. In our passion, in our giftings, for your kingdom and for your glory. One with you, Father. Lord, in the areas, God, of parenting, in the areas, God, of our relationship with you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God. One with you, O oh God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Thank you, Father. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we just clap our hands one more time to the Lord. He is worthy of our praise. Before I forget, some of you have receiving texts of, uh, uh, from Tabernacle, which I say is likely spam. How many of you receive scam? Okay, uh, scam. Okay, uh, we are working towards that to remove that. So give us some time. We are with our uh, SMS, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, we are working towards our SMS uh, provider to remove that. But if anybody, w- <laughs> I, I sound like a, I mean, a television station but anyway if anybody were to ask any details from you that they say they are from tabernacle of joy we won't do that okay if anybody say i need your account number you know you can ask who is that person the only person that is authorized to do it is sister mitch where are you sister mitch and it's it's funny when you hear sister mitch voice you know that it's sister mitch because she sounds american and yet singaporean at the same time you and you hear her voice you can tell it's sister mitch Okay, but I just want to let you know we are working towards to remove that likely scam thing. Uh, I think it'll be next week or whatever. I'm not sure, but we already have it ongoing. So again, please do not be alarmed. Okay, it is just Singapore's uh, safety uh, way of uh, uh, pro- protecting uh, our our people from scams. Amen. Aren't you glad for this nation? I am so glad for this nation. Amen. You know what? Since we are in this topic, I want us to pray for this nation. Amen. We are blessed to be in the country of Singapore. And we cannot take this liberty for us to share the good news for granted. Amen. The Bible says that we ought to keep our authorities in prayer. You know what? Listen, don't waste your time talking bad about your authorities just because they don't suit you. You know what? I realized that when you give, make a policy, it's sometimes very hard to please every group. I don't envy the government's position. But instead of just seeing from your perspective, there must be a whole. And the righteous must speak out at times. You know, like with this LGBT thing, you need to speak. I say again, you need to speak. You need to write in and say, I disagree. Okay? Everybody say, Amen. Do it respectfully though. I say again, do it respectfully. And don't do it like you know it all. Some people just like to air their opinions but cannot back it up. Please, don't do that. Let's pray for our nation. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, the people of God, Lift our nation into your hands right now. Lord, we don't, we are so grateful, God, for a nation that protects this country, especially with all this scamming that's going on, Lord. And, and Lord, I'm, I'm so grateful, God, that they are protecting God and letting us know if that number, God, is not a number, God, that is uh, familiar. They are thinking for this country. I pray, God, that you bless this nation. I pray, God, that you bless our leaders. I pray, Lord, right now that we are be able to keep a peaceable, quiet and peaceable life, Father, right now. That we can, we are able to do what we are called to do to make disciples, Lord, right now. I pray for liberty for that. I pray right now, God, Lord, 
teach us God to be the righteous factor of this nation to pray for our nation to be an advocate for what's right Father right now to advocate God God for family values that have kept us to this point of time Father in the name of Jesus bless our governing authorities bless the transition God for our Prime Minister right now Lord again God we call upon you Jesus God to bless this nation in Jesus name Amen God bless every one of you. Shake hands and be friendly. You are dismissing Jesus. Name.